We're giving Coach Speak a whole new meaning. This is Coach Speak on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome to Coach Speak, man. It's Friday already, and uh, we are in the middle of some great high school basketball. And with us uh, here shortly will be Mike Kruger, the commissioner of Chassa. Always great having him on. And uh, just love what they're doing down there at the grade eight. And uh, uh, so fun watching it yesterday. We are brought to you by Buildings by Design. Rent is going through the roof. And for many people, building their own office space, shop, or house is more affordable. That's where Buildings by Design comes in. Get a hold of them at buildingsbydesign.com. Check out some of the awesome projects they've completed on Facebook. We are live from the Yellow Fiber Studios and joining us on the Clearwater Products Hotline is the commish, Mike Kruger. Mike, did you get any sleep at all last night? You know, Coach, I did. I, I We got late games uh, last night, as you know, but uh, made it back up north last night and got a good rest and then back here early this morning for some more great basketball today. Man, it was great it, to see you yesterday. Thanks for thanks for stopping by. Absolutely. Well, so great being down there and we we're we're covering the game today. Uh Windsor Lewis Palmer on the yeah. radio here at KFK. Just can't wait for that. Uh tell me this first game, uh how's it going? Yeah, the um we got started this morning and we're just we're just started the fourth quarter. Uh, Mead's girls and Stanley Lake's girls. Mead was up 10 and uh, had a really strong first half. And Stanley Lake made a, a run there in the third quarter to cut it uh, under double digits. But um, Mead, boy, they shoot the basketball really well. And uh, they started to pull away again. So, uh, And then back following that one, we've got uh, the Mead boys that are going to take the court. So, right. um, yeah, Northern Colorado coming strong here this morning. Oh, and 5A morning. Northern Colorado so strong. As you said, Meek, uh, they were, they're the number three seed in girls taking on uh, Stanley Lake. Uh, Stanley, the 11th seed, they got an upset along the way. So uh, nice yeah. nice for them to, to move on. So uh, yep. uh, that's just a great. Hey, Mike, t- you know, so many of our, you know, odd listening audience, they may go down to the grade eight or maybe they they listen or keep track of it. But if someone has not been to that venue right now, the Coliseum to watch eight straight basketball games, <laughs> it is so, so much fun. But there's a lot of work and preparation that goes into this, I know, by your office and and, and your people. Just tell us, you know, I guess probably the cliff notes uh, of when <laughs> when you get started, because this isn't something you call the Coliseum up uh, a month ago and say, hey, by the way, I think we're going to have this venue. Would you guys be interested? Uh, what's all the preparation that takes place of putting this on at the Denver Coliseum? Uh, thank, co- thanks for asking that question, Coach. It's, it is a great venue. You know, it's got I don't know how you feel. I'm, I'm a traditionalist a little bit, and it's got that old-school feel to it. Um, Coliseum, there's been some great history that has happened in this building. Oh, it's yes, there has. Intimate <laughs> setting. And, uh, I, so I personally love it, um, and they do such a great job taking care of us here. And, and so we we actually, um, you know, as you mentioned, it's, it's um, planning years in advance, you know, just to make sure that the facility is available. And then as we start to approach, uh, you know, the, the dates here in February, 
um, and early March. We we get that started in the in the early fall, actually. And uh, I'll give a huge shout out to Associate Commissioner Bethany Brookins and her uh, coordinator of sport, uh, Lake and Crane. They they just they do such a great job. And then, like most of our events, and I know you and I have talked about this uh, previously, but we have so many incredible volunteers and help that come in and and dedicate so much time. You're right, eight basketball games a day. Like we'll start. Uh, we started yesterday, you know, early morning before before eight o'clock, and then we didn't get out of here till after ten. and And that's just a lot of dedicated volunteers, from PA announcers to statisticians to scoreboard operators to the officials. And then we have so many administrators that are here helping. Um, it is truly a team effort. And then you'd think the staff of the Denver Coliseum, Denver Police Department. I mean, it's it's a real big event, um, but it's one of the most enjoyable. Uh, events that I know that we host, we look forward to it every year, and and this is just the first weekend. We got a whole nother weekend to go with the final four in the state championship. Uh, we do, and and that's exciting too. But you know, personally, this is probably my favorite week, uh, just to see so many different schools involved. It, it reminds me somewhat of uh, you know the older years when there was eight teams that actually went to the state tournament and they played you know three days in a yep. row. Uh, it, although it's elimination right now. It's so much fun to see the eight teams. And, uh, Mike, I'm just going to tell you, let's start with the boys, okay? Mm-hmm. Upsets yesterday on paper. I'm not sure these really are upsets, but what a couple of fantastic games. Starting off with Rock Canyon, Thunder Ridge goes overtime. You have uh, Joe Ortiz on the Thunder Ridge. You have Coach Grams on the Rock Canyon. These guys were player coach at one time and then served on the same staff as coaches at Thunder Ridge. And now they're competing and just total respect for each other and each other's program. But that's how the boys started in an overtime game. Boy, I'll tell you, it was a great matchup, and you're right, and you know both of those coaches really well, and and uh, they're they're really good tacticians um, of the game. I thought uh, I thought that uh, you know the late game coaching in that contest was was really solid. Uh, Rock Canyon stepping to the line and and their their kid hit three free throws to send it into overtime. That takes uh, you know that that that's a, a real strong statement about the confidence that you know your your coach has in you, and you step to the line and hit those goes to overtime. Um, and I thought uh, it was just a good contest. It was one of those where you felt like, hey, okay, whoever has the ball last and something happens right. And, uh, you know, in Thunder Ridge, I thought executed down the stretch. Really oh, well they had a little, great so, little uh, screen and a screen and roll execution yeah. uh, down yep. uh, just in front of their, their own basket in a great game. Mike, I got to tell you a quick story about the three free yeah. throws because I'm sitting at the game during that uh, time of the game with Derek Cheney, who is the uh, athletic oh, director of Douglas yeah. County Schools. And Derek is a former player of mine at Green Mountain. And, and Derek, <laughs> he looks at me and he says, will he make all three? And I looked at the kid out on the floor and I looked at Derek and I says, well, you would have. <laughs> and I said, he I, too, and, and I said, he I remember a very important game for the Green Mountain Rams that you know it only stepped up and made uh, three in a row. You stepped up and made four in a row. Which he, was he such an incredible which player. he such did an incredible person. And the kid goes oh. and makes three and Derek says, You know, we're probably two of the people that really care about free throws. 
<laughs> you know, because he shot them by the hours. I would shoot a lot by the hours just as a coach, you know, having fun with players. But uh, uh, for our Greeley people, yes, Derek Cheney in the Hall of Fame at the yep. University of Northern Colorado and uh, done a fantastic job with Douglas County Public Schools as their district athletic director. He is one of the best uh, best gentlemen and leaders in our state, no no doubt about it. And that started, I think, when he was uh, mentored by great coaches <laughs> like you. And I, you know, it's so funny you say that because as, as basketball coaches, I wanted to say old basketball coaches, but I don't want to um, put you in that category. You can put me in that category. I'm there, coach. Mike. It's okay. Uh, I, I think it always, I always think to my, I always used to tell my team, any game that's within 10 points in less than two minutes, it's going to come down to rebounds and free throws. And, and, uh, you know, just make sure you take care of the basketball on the defensive end, finish the defensive possession, and then make free throws down the stretch and you give yourself a chance. So, uh, that's just that old school mentality coming back. And I, I, I thought the same thing yesterday. I thought, Somebody's just got to you make sure you rebound and hit your free throws, and you'll give yourself a chance to win at the end. So that it was some great, great contests yesterday. It, it was, and I'll tell you what, I enjoyed the Fruita Eagle Crest game, even though it didn't end up a, a buzzer beater or anything like that. I think a lot of people may have written off Fruita because of the the lack of competition that they've sure. played. You know, compared to the Continental League, and nothing compares to the Continental or the Centennial oh, League. Yeah. Uh, you know, but this. Team Team, once they got down and then started to coming back and playing with a lot more confidence, they really made an interesting game of the, this. But uh, credit Eagle Crest for moving on. Well, I thought Eagle Crest jumped out early and established the pace of the game, and it took Fruit a little bit, even until uh, after halftime, until they started to catch their groove. And I think that's not un, un you know, it's not. Uh, uh, a surprise. Sometimes it's Fruta's first appearance here in a while. And, and I remember bringing my teams here, you know, at the time it was a uh, McNichols sports arena and, yes. you know, you walk in and you kind of, it, it can be uh, the depth perception when you're shooting a basket and the, and it's just, the, it's a little bit different of an atmosphere and a change, but I thought in the second half, Fruta came out and just started to establish the, their game and played very well on the defensive end made a good and that's indicative of a good team they made a strong run um when they cut it to four i thought well this is going to get interesting and then credit eagle crest they stepped up and and met that challenge and uh, ended up finishing the game you know strong in the last few minutes so but uh yeah i didn't see that either as a a major upset because that continental league is really strong but and fruit of monument had such a phenomenal season going 23 25 and 0 um and and so regardless of you know you say levels of competition they did play some really good schools and um you know anytime you're unbeaten that's 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 a great statement about the type of team that you have so Absolutely. i just thought it's a great game it's so hard as a high any team but especially as a high school team to go through a season and not just have a a, a bad game you know right. and and they they persevered this year and i was i was really impressed with the things they ran uh their yeah. players and they need to be congratulated on such an outstanding year uh and then uh, i thought chaparral I'm going to give all the credit how well Veller played. Chaparral, a young team overall, you know, playing some freshmen, sophomores, and probably that was one of Coach Nate Ronart's team's bad games, you, you yep. know, and, and I think he would say, say the same, but, uh, uh, two outstanding teams. Valor, uh, just played so well together and, and play their roles so well. And then how do you top the night with uh, Smoky Hill and Mountain Vista, Mike? 
Wow. Um, <laughs> that was an intense back and forth. And um, I'll tell you what, the, this place was rocking. And uh, I'll tell you what, that, that again, you know, I, I think uh, credit to the, the teams on the floor. I thought, um, you know, uh, Smoky Hill in that very last possession to come down and just, uh, you know, split the defense, finish that the game there. And, and just again, I think the excitement is there's so much on the line. And, um, you know, we're talking about these these high school kids that are competing at the highest level. And it's it's just it's really a privilege and an honor to watch them. Yeah, absolutely. And and the girls side also just fun, fun games, Mike. Very much so. I, I really felt like uh, Cherokee Trail um, came out and played extremely well. And then I thought the Cherry Creek Regis game, um, you know, you know, Cherry Creek missing their best, uh, yes. their best player got injured. So that really, I talked to Coach Wilkins before the game, and you know that that that's such an untimely situation to feel so bad for that young lady. But I thought, uh, you know, teammates stepped up, and that was a really good basketball game. So uh, credit again, you know, I th- girls basketball in our state. As I'm sitting here this morning watching, you know, again, Mead and Stanley Lake, and watching. Uh, our young ladies compete. They are it's a lot of talented basketball players, a lot of talented athletes um, in our female ranks uh, here in Colorado. So a lot to be proud of. Oh, so many, uh, and it's not all about getting scholarships. We know that, but there are some young ladies and and young men that have that Division One talent, and they are Absolutely. going to go on. But so many of our athletes across the state, they will be playing Division Two, II, Division Three because of their, you know, also because of high academics. And it's it's just fun watching these uh, these eight teams, sixteen yesterday, boys and girls on the floor. And uh, today's another awesome day with five A. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's going to be another fun day, and then four A tomorrow, and then next week will be all of us all over the state. You know, we'll be up north there at Blue Arena, and uh, you know, we'll we'll have a lot of things going on. But it's 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 just a fun time of year. Um, and then for us, we're going to just for the for the fun of it, sprinkle in ice hockey championships on Wednesday right. night next week. So, <laughs> uh, and then uh, then we'll we'll and then spring. Of course, that's how we know. I knew spring sports had started because we got a big snow last week. So um, <laughs> earlier this week, so I knew spring sports was rocking and rolling. So and Mike, always and, a wonderful time. Yeah, and you made a good point. I I don't want to uh, disregard one A, two A, and three A because the being and I've been part of those. Those mm-hmm. are so exciting. And, oh, yeah. you know, the the regional events this year uh, take place uh, starting today, and there's going to be some champions, regional champions named, and uh, these are so unpredictable at times as well. Oh, you're right, Coach. And, and the thing I love uh, about there, – there's something really exciting about the smaller uh, school classifications – um, when, with you know, you get a whole community and, and we get great support at all classifications, but there is something really cool. And the, the whole town is, it seems like is there in the crowd and, and cheering and they get to, so, you, you know, these are a lot of times kids you've just watched grow up in your community and it's so exciting to watch them and it creates such a fun atmosphere. So so much to love about this time of year and celebrating high school athletes uh, across the board. You know, Mike, people ask me, uh, what classification have you enjoyed coaching the most? And I'll tell you what, I don't have an answer because it's right. been a blessing to be a 6A coach, a 5A coach, a 3A <laughs> coach. And and they yep. all add that different environment, that that those different goal-setting uh, things that take place with your team. But what doesn't change is the kids' love for the game and how they want to compete and just uh, be the best. 
Absolutely. You said it. And it's, it's, it's across all classifications. So much to celebrate. And there are, there are neat things about each of those, like you said, and you just celebrate all of it. And um, I, 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 like you, you know, having the opportunity to coach different sports and at different levels and coach both boys and girls and at different size schools, it's just, it's just so, it's, it's so fun. And the one thing that's uh, always consistent is just that love and passion for the game and, and competing with teammates and, and, you know, those memories that are created. And that's what it's all about. Exactly. Well, Mike, I get after uh, we do the game on KFKA today against Windsor and Lewis Palmer, I yeah. get to go over to your old stomping grounds because <laughs> two of my former players celebrate their senior night for Colorado Mesa tomorrow. Oh, wow. They That's are twenty. They are twenty four and three. Colorado Mesa, and uh, I, I'll uh, Reese Johnson he, right here from Windsor, Colorado. Isaac Jessup uh, both attended Resurrection Christian, uh, and were on the t- the last team in state that went undefeated that didn't get a finish a state championship. Mike. Oh my gosh! Well, coach, you know we have some other tie-ins here. Uh, it is Miles Stomping Grounds, but ironically, that's where I got my coaching career. And at the time, one of the one of uh, Colorado Mesas at the time it was Mesa State. Yes. John Baskin uh, and was a great player there years back in the uh, the late '80s. And um, his son Trevor now is playing up there. Absolutely, and great, yeah, uh, Tre- great run. So Trevor had forty three the other night. I rem- yeah, exactly. So <laughs> so many ties, you know, and I, it's just fun to watch these these kids grow up and now we're watching uh, our former teammates and former players their kids competing <laughs> yes it's, just, uh, it's pretty cool well i will see john tomorrow that's for sure and awesome. uh, it's going to be a fun weekend all around but uh, <laughs> uh no better than at uh, the coliseum today and tomorrow with the 5a boys and girls 4a boys and girls and then across the state one two and three a taking place in regionals so yep. hey mike's thanks so much i know you're busy you're back. wanting to get right back into that Coliseum and watch more hoops. I know that. But uh, I'll see you after a couple hours here. And uh, thanks so much for joining us uh, on Coach Speak today. As always, Coach, it's always a pleasure. And thanks for everything you do. Appreciate you. All right. We will catch you in a bit. All right. That is Mike Kruger. I'll tell you what. He has just brought a different element and a, a different aura to the Colorado High School Activities Association, uh, working with administrators, coaches, uh, athletes. Uh, he is such a fantastic leader, and it's exciting every time we get to have him on the air. So, uh, hey, let's thank Ampcoa, Fort Collins, and Loveland. Uh, these chilly temps, uh, looks like we may be in for a little more coming this Sunday. But uh, whatever your car needs, uh, get some help at Amcoa Fort Collins or Amcoa Loveland. They will take care of you and they'll get it right the first time. Won't have to take it back. We're going to take a break and we're going to be back with Kevin Schaefer, a prep sports guru after these messages. One Oh, three point one and 13, 10 KFKA McKinnon. Jokic, two of the best Colorado has to offer. Could this be the year for two parades? Hear Nuggets and Avs Insight on the Hall Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA.
Welcome back to Coach Speak on this Friday morning. And, uh, well, things happen once in a while on live radio, and we were to have uh, Kevin Kruger from Colorado Preps, but uh, he ran into a little issue covering a game, and someone did not show up, and he's, I guess... He's, he's working the camera. He's he's the cameraman today, Micah. He's he's like people here. We, we all have seven jobs. And, uh, you, you know, Kevin is such a knowledgeable guy when it comes to uh, prep sports and does such a great job covering, and uh, 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 things things do happen. But, uh, hey, we're going to catch you up. Uh, uh, Mike Kruger and myself started to talk a little more about the, the 6A girls last night, but we weren't able to expand on some of the scores and some of the games. But uh, I'll tell you what, the tournament got off to a – Great start by legend, as they have some players. Their guards are fantastic, and they beat uh, Horizon 62-35. to So that kind of eliminates all the somewhat uh, front-range schools in both boys and girls basketball from high school play th- this year. Uh, Valor Christian, those ladies, they just came out and were solid. Uh, 60-44 over a school nearby them, Rock Canyon. Uh, Rock Canyon boys and girls, disappointing day for them as their boys lose in overtime to the Thunder Ridge Grizzlies. Such a well-played uh, game. Tough kids. Couple just bounces the ball. That game could have went either way, but their girls also fall to Valor Christian. Uh, Cherokee Trail, they are the number one ranked team in 6A girls basketball. Not really any problems with Mullen. Uh, 47-39 uh, game, maybe a little bit closer than indicated, but uh, Mullen up from, uh, from the 5A ranks and competing in 6A basketball uh, last year and this year for the uh, first time. And then Regis Jesuit, a nice victory over Cherry Creek. And uh, you have to feel bad for the Cherry Creek girls as they lose one of their top players to a knee injury just last week. And uh, so so it is down to Regis, uh, Cherokee Trail, Valor, and Legend. And like the boys, uh, this girls' competition is really a lot of fun to watch and uh, very competitive. So many college players on the floor in this 6A uh, division. And then again, next week in the Final Four for 6A boys, it will be Eagle Crest, uh, who defeated uh, Fruta against Thunder Ridge. So Eagle Crest, Thunder Ridge, very familiar with each other. They will take each other on. And then Smoky Hill and Valor. Uh, will meet in the uh, bottom of the Final Four bracket. Uh, Valor, very impressive win over Chaparral. This is interesting. You know, the con- we talk about how good the Continental and Centennial League is. Thunder Ridge actually finished in fourth place in their league this year, and they're in the Final Four. Chaparral, who won the Continental League, finished first, they are out of it. Uh, they they lose to Valor, so anybody in that league is always uh, capable of winning a state title. And for the first time in many years, Denver East will not be uh, included in this year's uh, state tournament. So in 5A, 
uh, boys and girls. That's taking on the place right now. Uh, the 5A girls, uh, Air Academy and Frederick. Air Academy, the top-ranked team, uh, they take on Frederick. Uh, Northern Colorado is well-represented in 5A girls, along with uh, Frederick Northfield, uh, Northfield is the number four seed, Windsor the fifth seed. So this kind of came according to the paper bracket route. Northfield uh, takes on Windsor today. And Roosevelt, still my pick to win win it all, but uh, it's very difficult winning back-to-back state titles. The Roosevelt girls have that chance. They are the number two-ranked team uh, going into today, and they will take on Montrose. And then, of course, Mead-Stanley Lake. Uh, that game should be over. We'll try to get a final on the Mead-Stanley Lake game. Uh, that should have just concluded here a little bit ago, so we'll try to give you that score as we find it. In, in boys' play... Uh, in 5A today, now soon taking the floor, uh, Northfield versus Meade. Northfield ranked number one, uh, probably maybe not known across the state because it's a fairly new school. This is uh, by the old Stapleton area, and a beautiful facility, great campus. They take on Coach Darren Reese's Meade Mavericks. Uh, should be a great game. I think, you know, that's a one versus nine in in the bracket, but uh, never count out a team coached by Darren Reese. But Northfield, uh, tremendous talent. Uh, they had a huge win over Longmont uh, last week to get to the grade eight. Uh, Mesa Ridge, defending state champions, they take on Dakota Ridge. Dakota Ridge making their second straight appearance in the grade eight as well. Uh, they were eliminated last year, but uh, uh, they again will be down at the Coliseum today. And then uh, Vista Prep Peak, kind of a relatively new school still on the block. Very talented team as they take on Ponderosa. Ponderosa, the only 5A team in the Continental League. So they are well prepared for great competition. They defeated Thompson Valley last week in a close one, uh, but they take on uh, Vista Prep Peak. And then to round out the bracket, we will have the A1 Organics Game of the Week. Uh, one of the games of the week on uh, today uh, with Windsor and Lewis Palmer. That game is scheduled at one fifteen. Probably won't be probably a one forty five start closer to. But uh, Windsor, coached by John Rikeski, uh we're fil- very familiar with the Wizards, and uh, they take on Lewis Palmer. So that is a look at your four and five A boys and girls bracket as well. Uh, a lot of northern teams involved in 4A boys and girls basketball also. Let's just start with some of these. Let's start with the girls as uh, Holy Family. They are the defending state champions. Uh, Ron Rossi uh, tried getting Ron on the show yesterday, and he was actually at an uh, appointment. But uh, his team, always well coached. These girls play hard, and uh, they play peak-to-peak. Uh, peak-to-peak came in as the ninth-ranked team, and uh, 
They beat number eight, Kent Denver, last week to get to this spot. So Holy Family peak to peak tomorrow at the Denver Coliseum. Resurrection Christian Girls, uh, they were the fourth-seeded team, and they will take on Pagosa Springs, the five-ranked team, fifth-ranked team. You know, Pagosa just edged Eaton last week, uh, 40 to, I believe it was 40-39. Eaton had a couple of chances at the end to secure, actually, a a victory. Just fell short. Uh, I look for talent to take over in this one. I would think the Resurrection Girls uh, talent is just a little stronger than Pagosa Springs. That also tomorrow at the Coliseum. Uh, D. Evelyn. Don't count out this D. Evelyn team. They just come off a nice victory over Severance uh, to get here, and it's a repeat performance for them as well as they were runners-up to Holy Family last year. And uh, they take on the Bulldogs right here in Greeley, from Greeley. Uh, that will be a, uh, a game later uh, tomorrow as well at the Coliseum. This should... Uh, you know, I, I like uh, universities' chances just because they're strong inside and have every position covered, good guard play as well. And uh, we want to wish Co- Coach Matt Baumgartner's University Bulldogs the best of luck as they take on Evelyn tomorrow. Uh, rounding out the girls' Uh, bracket Riverdale Ridge. They take on Colorado Academy. Uh, Colorado Academy, the sixth ranked team. Riverdale Ridge, the third ranked team. And they have a tremendous player on their squad. So, uh, hey, uh, if you need some additional parts or assess- accessories for your truck, no better place to go than see. RP 4x4. They are the area and region's truck outfitters. Get those top quality parts and accessories right here in Greeley. Uh, worth the trip into Greeley if you're from out of town. Uh, come on in and, and check them out. Uh, you can also see what they have online at crp4x4.com. We'll come back and we'll review some of the uh, 3A, maybe we'll get to the 2A, 1A brackets as well after these messages. One hundred three point one and thirteen ten KFKA. Can the Bears win the Big Sky Tournament in March? Find out if UNC has what it takes to go dancing. Another Colorado's voice. One hundred three point one and thirteen ten KFKA. Welcome back to Coach Speak on this Friday of boys and girls hoops basketball. Every level is playing today. Other than 6A, they completed their grade 8 yesterday. But uh, 5A will play, uh, be playing at the Coliseum today. 4A tomorrow, but classes 1, 2, and 3A, they are busy in their regional play as well. Uh, let's just take a look at some of the highlights of this uh, 3A bracket. And, uh, of course, we have to stay close right here uh, at 6 o'clock this evening. Uh, Highland takes on uh, Bennett. And uh, that's an interesting uh, matchup somewhat. Highland should be able to uh, get past Bennett. But then tomorrow, yes, 
Strasburg versus Fountain Valley today, and the winner will play Highland. What's ironic about this is uh, it should be Strasburg-Highland in the finals tomorrow of this regional championship. And, of course, when you have just played an intense game against someone someone the week uh, prior to, the last thing you want to do, win or lose probably, is to face that same opponent. But who gets the edge here with uh, Strasburg and Highland? Uh, this will somewhat be the rubber match of the series because they split during the season and uh, – uh, that was the A1 Organics game of the week last week as Highland just edged Strasburg in a great competitive game. And uh, for everybody in Highland and the area, you may be able to see that repeat uh, tomorrow afternoon as well. And, of course, the girls at Highland, uh, they take on number 26 Prospect Ridge Academy uh, had the pleasure of having Coach Oscar uh, Marino on and talked about that matchup. And also nearby, Windsor Charter uh, fans out at Windsor Charter Academy, you get to make the trip to Highland uh, this afternoon to play uh, Roaring Fork. Uh, you know, win that, and you get the winner of Highland and Prospect Ridge. Uh, the, the number one ranked team, let's go boys first in 3A in the state, uh, Forge Christian. You might say, who is Forge Christian? Well, uh, uh, that's Faith. Faith Christian went through some changes, uh, changed names, but that is basically the old Faith Christian uh, who's been a nemesis for many schools uh, here in the North throughout the years, and uh, they are the number one ranked team. Uh, the number two ranked team in boys is Bishop Matchbuff. Uh, they've kind of dropped the classification. Uh, larger school, they've lost some enrollment, but they take on 31 Ignacio, the Vanguard School, always a power in 3A basketball. They are the third-ranked team, and they will take on number 30, Cedar Ridge. And, of course, Yuma, uh, number fourth-ranked, coming off a loss against Manuel. Uh, They play Liberty Common. Uh, The winner advances to play the winner of... Windsor Charter Academy and uh, Thomas McLaren School. That could be a great matchup uh, Saturday afternoon. Uh, I'm thinking if if Yuma and Windsor uh, face up, boy, Kellen Ball, can he play? He can just shoot the rock, uh, knock down three-point shooter, uh, whoever... Uh, he faces, he gives them problems. Uh, number five, Centauri. Uh, they'll take on uh, another local team, 28th ranked Timnath. Uh, Timnath travels to Centauri. Uh, that takes place at 4.30 this afternoon and uh, long road trip for the Cubs. Uh, let's see how they do in their first experiences traveling as a 3A school to uh, land somewhat far away. We stated that uh, Highland is number six, taking on Bennett. Number seven, Meeker. They will catch Florence today. Uh, That's going to be an evening game at 7 p.m. And to round that out, Peyton Always a power in uh, small school basketball, boys and girls, they will take on Roaring Fork. So that's some of the highlights in the, in the boys bracket. In, in the girls, 
Let's do this. Let's let's take a break first, and then we'll come back and try to get as many of the girls' information as we can. Hey, uh, if you need some parts, deal with Gould Parts, their local team in Eaton, Colorado. Uh, they will get whatever part comes your way. Great supporters of the station. Get out and support Gould Parts. We'll be back to conclude Coach Speak after these messages. and 13.10 KFKA. The Bears and the Rams have two of the best college basketball players in the country. Will they be enough to lead their teams to the big dance? For all things no-go sports, keep it here on 103.1 and 13.10 KFKA. Welcome back. We are live from the Yellow Fiber Studios as we uh, kind of come to conclude Coach Speak for the week. Man, a lot of action. So uh, so thankful for Mike Kruger, the uh, Chassa Commissioner, uh, for coming on this morning. And I'll tell you what, that office, uh, boy, are they in great shape with him as their leader. Hey, want to get uh, just touch on some more 3A girls uh, before we need to uh, go here. But uh, number five, Yuma takes on uh, number 28, Brush, in a northeastern Colorado matchup. And that winner uh, goes on and will play the winner of Cortez Meeker. Timnath versus Ignacio. Uh, Timnath travels to Colorado Springs. They'll take on the winner of number six, St. Mary's, and uh, number 27, uh, Forge Christian. Uh, other local games, uh, Bennett, they are the eighth-ranked team in 3A girls. They take on number 25, uh, Platte Valley. And, of course, they advance to take on the winner of Strasburg Ellicott. So there's some rivalries built into that region uh, automatically. So uh, that that should be some, some interesting uh, uh, girls play in 3A regionals. And of course, we've mentioned if you're uh, out at Highland, man, go support those boys and girls uh, today as they get a host at all. Boys and girls regional with uh, Coach Pete Freeman's team and Coach Oscar Molina's team as well. Well, Northern Colorado, it's been a great week. Uh, get up to the Coliseum if you can. Catch some actions. Get to some of your local high schools for uh, regional play. A lot going on. Hey, good luck to the Colorado Mesa Mavericks as they conclude their regular season over in Grand Junction tomorrow night. Stay tuned for the whole show. Love you, Northern Colorado. <laughs> 